I stood, I, I sat back there and I listened to worship happen out here. And God reminded me of, of kind of a conversation I was having with him the other day. <clears throat> and it was, it was really just, it was really simple. And I just, I was asking him, I'm like, Lord, how, how do you expect for me to share how amazing you are if people seem to only see the bad things in their lives? And I mean, because it's, it's a real thing, right? Like, so then the next question I had was, now this is, this is interesting. I said, am I just supposed to, uh, am I just supposed to just act like everything's okay? Am I supposed to preach like everything's fine? Because they're not, they're not okay. They're not fine. So how do I work around that? How do I, how do I do this? And I mean, I, I have, so I sat back there. I sat back there and I listened to the words of these songs. The hour is dark and it's hard to see what you are doing here in the ruins. Well, that, that really, really, if you, if you are having some issues in your life, if there's some things going on, and I'm not talking about, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about things, stuff. It's hard, the, the hour is dark and it's hard to see what you are doing here in the ruins and where this will lead. And it, it, that right there, it jogged me for a second. And it was like, I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, did you hear that? Where this will lead. But I wasn't convinced. So the words kept going. This is, oh, but I know that down through the years, I'll look on this moment and see your hand on it. I wasn't, I wasn't clear. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't clear when I heard, I'm like, down through the years, I was thinking the, I was thinking the past. Somebody wrote this song after the fact. They wrote it after the fact, but we're singing it in it. So what I'm saying to you and what it's saying to you is, is the hour may be dark. And it may be hard to see what he's doing here in the ruins. And where it will lead. But. As the years go on, you're going to look back and you're going to see him in the midst of this whole situation. And it goes on, it says, and know you were here, right? And it says, and I'll testify of the battles you've won. And you were my portion when there wasn't enough. And I'll testify of the seas that we've crossed. Hold on. That's, that's, not, even, that's not even our testimony. But it is. We are now quoting testimonies that happened to the people so long ago. We, I, I walked over no sea. I understand my issue feels that way, but what's, what's being said here is that he done it before. So he can do it again. Our sea may not look like their sea, but our sea is a sea nonetheless. So, that being said, 
will testify of the seas that we've crossed. The waters you parted. The waves that I've walked. We may not be Peter. We may not be Moses. We may not be the people who walked through the, the desert. But the things that we feel and the things that we are going through are no different. They are no different. And he is the same God then as he is today. So that's why as she sang that song and she repeated the song over and over and over when she said, my God did not fail. <laughs> Start the music back up because I'm going to let you sing it again. Here's the deal. The answer to my question, come on. The answer to my question is this. He looks on at me, and I hear his voice so ever strong, and he says to me, Dwayne, I've never failed. But what, what about what it looks like? I've never failed. I've never failed. I've never failed. He's never failed. Come on. He's never failed. He's never failed and he never will. So whatever it is, it's all for purpose. And there will be something great and there will be a testimony that people will use for, for decades of how God did what he did in your life, in my life, in their life. And he will continue to be known as the God who never fails. Hebrews chapter 11 says this. Now faith. Now faith. What is a now faith? That's a right now. Now. In the now. Now faith is the substance now faith Ben now faith means things ain't okay things ain't going right but a now faith says a now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen Now faith is a substance, substance. That means something tangible. Well, if you got sickness in your body, that don't seem to, that, that seems more tangible than it's not there, wouldn't you say? But that's what now faith is. That's faith that says what the doctors say ain't true. Now faith is when people tell you what it looked like and you tell them, but it ain't so. See, now faith, now faith is not easy to grab a hold of. Now faith is something that it's not easy to walk in. But let's continue. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it... By it, elders obtained a good report. And then it says, through faith. Wait a second. So there's now faith, and then there's through faith, Ben? Come on. Tell me, tell me what it means. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were frank. <laughs> Come on. Come on. See, whatever it is that you need now faith for, through faith, you're going to understand what you couldn't understand before. All right. All right. 
See, somebody in here can't understand that there's a God that created the heavens and the earth. But when you see somebody healed, it gets a little bit easier to think that the same God that did this could have possibly did that. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Come on. Somebody's not getting it right now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Through faith are seen were not made of things which do appear. I know I skipped it. I know I skipped it, but I was trying to attach the two for you. See, this is through faith we will understand. Understand what? Things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Are, are, we, are, you, are you tracking with me? You've got to put the two together. Things, it's faith, substance of things unseen. Well, that's hard to accept. Okay, well, how about this? The earth came from things that were not, and they appeared. It's the same thing, different wording, same thing. And then it says, by faith. So we got now faith, then we got through faith, and now we got by faith. Somewhere we transitioned, we made a transition. Because now by faith, something's happening. Well, let's see what happened, Ben. In the song, it says something about waters parting. And it says something about somebody walking on waves. Who was that? Let's see. How did he do that again? Jesus, wasn't it? Come on. By faith. Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. You know what? I've read that story a thousand times and I never really could understand. What did Cain do so good that Abel didn't? I don't understand. You know what? Personally, I think that Cain didn't even understand. Why do I think that? Because right here it says, by faith. He offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain did. That means he didn't even have a clue. He just said, this is what I got. And I'm not really sure, but I'm just by faith, by faith, I'm going to offer it to you. Somebody ain't tracking with that one. That's fine. That's fine. It says, it says, by faith, Enoch, and for those of you that don't know who Enoch is, Enoch just up and disappeared. He just up and went to be with Jesus. Well, I'm not sure about you, but I know that that's some faith. Man, listen, all I'm saying to you today, all I want to get across to you today is that just because you don't see it, just because you don't feel it and just because it's not uh, uh, manifesting in front of you the way you would like it to don't mean that it's not so. It just means you might have to wait a little bit longer for it to come to pass. Because here's the bottom line, and this is, this is a Debbie Downer, Ben, so I'm going to talk to you because I know they're not going to like it. After all of that, one, two, three, Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine verses, Ben. Nine verses, it goes on. That means nine different stories where it talks about how God did something that was incredibly out of the world. Okay? It says, watch this. This is the Debbie Downer. But if you but if you can if you have that through faith, you're going to understand this. These all died in faith. In faith. Not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. And were and were persuaded by them. 
and embraced them and confessed them that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Oh, I'm not done. Let me read the last, the last couple right there so you can hear it, so you can really understand it. It said, and confessed, they, they were persuaded, they embraced and they confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. So, Pastor Dwayne, what are you saying? Are you telling me right now that I'm not going to see the thing that I want? I'm not going to get to see the thing that I desire? What I'm telling you is, is that you are passing through. You are passing through. And through faith, through faith, you will understand what I'm telling you right now. There, through faith, you will understand that all of this is temporary. So therefore, there's no need to be upset, fretting, and out of sorts. So therefore, you should have no problem with, where'd it go again? You should have no problem with being persuaded, embracing, and confessing. All of who God is, all of what he does and will do. See, I, I feel it. I can feel it in the spirit. I, I'm serious. I can feel it. There are people out there that aren't satisfied with that. And it's because they don't understand, Ben. They don't understand that this, this was never meant to be permanent. And there's no greater joy, Ben, than to be there in the face of Jesus Christ than here. A great job means what at the end? Some money saved up means what at the end? A great car and a great house with a great education means what at the end, Ben? It don't mean anything. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it, Ben. I'm just saying that by faith, now faith, and through faith gets us to home, Ben. It gets us home. And if nothing else, if nothing else, it reminds us of home. It reminds us of peace and joy and, 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 and a place of no sickness. It reminds us of these things. So when you look into your situation, you can smile at the ugliest and the darkest of situations because you know that this shall pass too. Because I'm going home. Sickness, don't matter. Can't make the bill, don't matter. Because I'm going home. Listen, any problem you got, don't matter. It only, it only matters why you're here. And the truth is, is he's going to give you everything you need to get through it. Everything. It don't matter what it looked like. It don't matter how you feel. It don't matter what they say. All matters is what he says about you. Don't matter how you feel because your feelings, they all over the place. What is stable is him in your life. The one thing that has not changed is him in your life. No matter if you understood him and what he's doing or not, he ain't changed. He'll be there today, tomorrow, and the day after. You understand what I'm saying? And when it all passes, you're going to look back and say, wow. 
I was emotional. I was emotional. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you really understand what I'm saying? Because right now, I'm talking to you. Nobody else. I know right now it's hard, but that's why I say now faith is the substance of things not seen. So you've got to grab a hold of what you know God has spoke to you, what you know to be true, and that's what you got to hold on to. Do you understand what I'm saying? That ain't an easy word. That's not an easy word, but that's truth. Because when we realize and when we grab a hold of the fact that what's going on in front of us really doesn't matter. Yes, I get it. It hurts. It doesn't feel good. But the truth is, is it doesn't matter. But what does matter, what does matter is. Are we going to continue to confess? Of the truth? Are we going to continue to Pastor Jeff? Tell me something. Is your story going to change? It, 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 it better not change because he didn't. You feel me? It doesn't change. He hasn't changed, so it will not. It cannot change. And if you grab a hold of that, if you grab a hold of that, Come on, I already know. I already know. My questions come because of you, sir. My questions come because of the man of God. I'm not satisfied, and God said, and that's fine. That's fine that you're not satisfied. He said, but faith, faith. So I will stand. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to let you I'm going to take over. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. I'm going to take over because, listen, this flows right into my message, and I don't got a lot of time, but we're going to get this one out. We're going to get this one out. You hear me? Listen, let me read you some scripture because I didn't just, I didn't just talk to you about now, Faith. While they transition, I want to I bring you back up to date, and we're going to stay right in this mode. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, because I just talked to you about now faith. So some of us are wondering, what do I do now? How do I move forward from this point? You preach a good word, preacher, but how do I move forward from this point? Now faith you're talking about. But how's that going to get me from A to Z? It says a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting. I want you to listen to this. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. It is not flesh and blood that we are fighting against. That is not our enemy but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? That the substance that we need and that we hope for is unseen. And the very enemies that we are fighting are unseen. That should tell us something. This keeps coming around full circle, full circle. It says, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, this is a different version. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, after the battle, you will still be standing firm. The Amplified says this, having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. Having done all, 
All of what? All of what? I'm struggling. I'm having a hard time getting through life. Having done all of what? That's actually what I'm looking for, Pastor Dwayne. I'm trying to figure out what is it that I'm supposed to do to make it through this? You're talking to me about faith, but I need some practical things. Oh, this is where it gets good. Let me, talk, let me, let me just talk to you for having done all, what does that mean? I was talking to Pastor Jeff. I was talking to Pastor Jeff, and, and I, I preached the message about three weeks ago. And it was on this scripture right here. And I got excited because I, I was understanding through faith. I was understanding that, okay, I have to stand. We have to stand. They have to stand after doing all that we know to do. But then I had another question. I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand. Okay, I get that, but I don't understand. Well, what, are, what, am I supposed, what, are, what am I supposed to tell them to do? God, you made us in such a way that we feel like we need steps. We need to know what to do to fix it. We got to fix it. How do we fix it? How do we fix them? How do we make them right? How do we change them? How do we fix it? How do I fix me? How do I fix the situation? How do I do this? Do all that you know to do and then stand. Okay. I'm a, I'm a good Christian. Okay. But what am I supposed to be doing? Right? Is that how you feel sometimes? I was talking to Pastor Jeff, and he was like, I, I, I said, PJ, man, I, I'm stuck. I said, I got done with this message, and it's good, but I know it's not over. I know that the message is not done. I was like, but I don't know where to go from here, because I went back to the beginning of chapter 6. At the beginning of Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about, you know, it gives you some to-dos, right? It's like, children, obey your parents. Fathers, don't tick your children off right? It's like, husbands, treat your wives good. Wives, love your husbands. Husbands, treat your wives like, the, like Jesus treat the church. Okay, Jesus, that's not fixing my problem, right? I mean, okay, I'm sorry, that was just me. I'm like, that doesn't fix the problem that I have an issue with. So what now? PJ was like, you know what? Ephesians just really hits that all the way through. And right there in that moment, I was like, huh. Looks like I'm going all the way back to the beginning of Ephesians. <laughs> pretty much wrote it. He pretty much wrote it himself. So here we go. Buckle in. You ready? We're about to go through a whole book of the Bible right now. Chapter 1. You know I'm just kidding, right? We're not going through the whole Bible. <laughs> Chapter 1. God the Father, or are we? God the Father of Jesus Christ, the creator of the heaven and the earth, long ago loved us before we existed. He set us free and provided all we needed, which is what? Purpose? Acceptance? I mean, when we scrape it all away, when we really get down to just what it really comes down to, what is it that we're looking for? What do we really want? Purpose and acceptance. That's what we want. I just don't know what to do with myself. What has God called me to do? I need to know what I'm supposed to do. And then when we start doing it, we're like, do they like me enough? Am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Purpose and acceptance. He provided it all through his son, Jesus. Chapter 2. We were lost. 
and God saved us. Through his son. We were lost and God saved us through his son, Jesus Christ. Outsiders brought in. Right? We were outsiders brought in. If you're in the church, there are days when you feel like an outsider. Should that be the case? No. But guess what? We were all outsiders brought in. The problem is some of us don't remember that we were outsiders. So let's continue. Outsiders brought in. A fresh start with an equal place in him. Well, hallelujah. Chapter 3. The secret plan, the mystery. Made plain by the Holy Spirit. Only through the Holy Spirit. In him, we are all equally loved. What? Is that a mystery? Absolutely it is. Are you kidding me? Like, we can't really grasp what, what is all of this for? Going to church, Jesus, God, all of it. Come on. Let's just, can we just keep it real for just two seconds, right? We don't have a clue. We don't have a clue. Each one of us are sitting here today for one reason. Would anybody like to make a guess? I'm going to tell you. Faith. Full circle. Back there again. Let's keep going, shall we? The secret. Made plain by the Holy Spirit. Him, in him, we are all equally loved by him. And he wants everyone to know to experience his strength, his provision, love, peace, joy, etc., etc. This is what God wants. This is his desire. This is the big secret that people seem to not be able to get. Chapter 4. Ready for this? Go. Love, united, spread his gospel in him. And use the gifts he gave you to do it, whether you're a toe, a finger, a mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. Remember the body of Christ? That's what we are. Some of us, though, realizing that we are a part of the body of Christ, sometimes feel like a toe. And we just don't feel that important. That's a whole nother message. But it's relevant. Because it's how we feel. Am I accepted as a toe? Am I important as a toe? As a toe, what is my purpose? Can you just wait? Just preach with me. Preach with me. Go on and say that again. If you don't have it, your balance is off. Oh, Jesus, help us. Help us. Be mature. Grow up. It's the word. Be mature. Grow up, right? Walk away. Ephesians chapter 4. Walk away from what you know is not of God. What you know is detached, unconnected from you. The you that became to be when you gave your life to Jesus Christ. He changed us. As soon as we said, I do. Oh, look at that. Wait a second. Man, did it just go full circle again? Y'all, I'll catch y'all back up. In, in chapter 6, in chapter 6, we'll get back to that. As soon as we say, I do, in that moment, we were changed. But somehow we continue to live our life as the other person. <clears throat> With this excuse. Well, this is how he made me. Okay. 
It's no excuse any longer. Mature and grow up. Wake up, chapter 5. Wake up, watch, and do. Love how he loves. Don't be an actor, a counterfeit character. And don't give your time to those who want you to do so. Now, we've just went one through five. And I know you're still thinking to yourself, Pastor Dwayne, you still have given me no actions. I thought we were going to this to find some how to do, what to do situations. Why? Because, Pastor Dwayne, it says having done all. The crisis required. What is that? Chapters 1 through 3 that we just went through, chapters 1 through 3, they are about understanding. Anybody here know that according to the dictionary, understanding it is an action word. It's a verb. Understanding. I am understanding. God needs for you and me to understand some things. Did anybody catch what he needed us to understand? That he is the creator of the heavens and the earth. That he created you and me. And even knowing who we would be decided he loved us anyhow. And because he knew we couldn't do what he needed us to do in order for him to have communion and, and, and fellowship with us, he gave birth to a son only to kill him. I mean, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to give birth to a son only to kill him for one of you. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. But that's the God that we serve. That's what he wants us to understand. That's what he needs us to understand. So, four through five, well, that was pretty clear, wasn't it? Action. It was all action. Wake up. Watch and do. Love united. He wants us to love as a united people. Not as a separated one. Not as somebody feeling like I'm on the inside and you're out. No, 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 no. I gave my life to the Lord. Oh, you're in now. You're forever in now. This person who is actually out, we want them to give their life to the Lord. So we're going to love them until they come in. And now they're in. Oh, look, we're all in. 10 years, 15 years, 30 years later, guess what? Unless you did something which would include denying Christ Jesus, you're still in. Go figure. Now, all that happens in between is between you and him. And believe me, here's the deal. If you're really in his word and seeking him, then you're going to know whether or not, watch this, you're on the outs with him or not. You feel me? So, having done all you know to do. So let's get down to it right here, and I'm going to close. If you are struggling and you're trying to figure out what's next for you, it's this. Continue doing all that you know to do. Well, what is that? Shall I start over? You know what I can do for you? If you need some steps, if you need it written out on paper, give me a call. I will give you my shortened version of Ephesians chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, 
and five, okay, all for the low, low price of free. <laughs> so then you can wake up every morning and you can look and you can say, man, the God who created the heavens and the earth created me. He loves me so much that, that he, 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 he brought a son into the world so that his son could die on my behalf. And years later, when I'm a complete idiot, he would still have grace for me because of the blood that was shed. And all he's asking for me to do is mature, grow up, wake up, do what he's asking me to do, which is what? Just love people, be united in the kingdom of God. And then what? Next week. I said it. Next week. I talked to Pastor Jeff. He said, yes, sir. Keep it going. Next week, this is what we're going to talk about. Because it says, after you've done all that you know to do, it says stand. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. The body armor of God's righteousness. Hmm. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith. Faith. <laughs> let's, let's see. Let's see. To stop. Wait. Put up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. That's where we're going next week. Because here's the thing. I've been growing up listening to my mom tell me to every morning put on the armor of God. And at not one point through my life did I understand until four weeks ago. Four weeks ago, it came alive to me and I understood. Because I just couldn't grasp the concept of putting on armor of God. The righteous plate and the shield of faith. How do you put that on? How is that relevant? Next week, we're going to continue this message because I still feel like that there might be somebody out there who's still kind of like, and what next? After, after you've done all that you can do, it says put on the armor. Man, listen, you're making me want to preach again. I hope today that you have been encouraged I hope today that you're hearing something beyond what the enemy is screaming in your ear. What I hope today is that you are hearing that sometimes it's not deeper than just doing what you know to do. Waking up every morning remembering that Jesus still loves you. Waking up every morning remembering that God birthed a son just so you could be in communion and fellowship with him. So do it. Be in communion and fellowship with him or it was for not. Love him and love his people because he loves them. Oh, you don't think so? You don't think that God... Son, death for all of us. I don't care who it is. We have to grasp the concept that Jesus came and died for everyone. But not everyone is accepting his gift. That's the key. It's just... If Kelly came and gave me a gift, and I was like, eh. 
I don't think Ryan going to come up like, you're horrible. I don't want to be your friend anymore. He's not going to do that. He's going to be like, bruh, if you don't want it, I'll take it. <laughs> if he knows exactly what that gift, come on, Ryan, tell the truth, right? 70-inch television. Kelly's like, Pastor, I appreciate you. I love you. Here's a 70-inch television. And I'm like, meh. Ryan's going to be like, bro, what is wrong? Why don't you want this television? Hear me right now. Hear me. Why don't you want this television? Can I hook it up in your house so you can look at it and see what it looks like before you decide you don't want it? Can we spend some time watching this television together? I mean, I'm sure we can find a good movie, a football game, to watch this television on so that you can realize as it hangs in your, on your wall what it looks like. But if you don't want it, I can take it. Even though I've already got one that he gave me, we would not be like, meh, right? Okay. I told you I was closing. I'm closing. I'm closed. <laughs> oh, listen, guys, I love you so much. And I pray that you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. I'm trying. Help me, Jesus. After doing all that you know to do that the crisis requires, keep doing what you know to do until you were to get some other direction. <clears throat> Trusting, right? Trusting that he still is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Trusting that he loves you. Trusting, trusting, trusting. And then sharing that. Sharing that. Sharing that. Let's just pray real quick. If there's anybody here that you're like, man, I just need some prayer to kind of really drive this thing home. I want to talk to a pastor, any of that kind of stuff. Come up and grab me after we close, and we can go have a seat, and we can chat, and we can pray, and all of that stuff. I want to, as a matter of fact. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior right now, in this moment, and you realize that you need him in your life, you need to change some things that, in some ways that you've been living, and you need help to do so, it is only through Jesus Christ that that's going to happen. Why? Because he sent the Holy Spirit to live in us. If we would accept him, he sent the Holy Spirit to live in us, to help us through this life, to help remind us of the things that we need. If that's you, if you don't know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and today you want to take that step, you want to make that confession, will you raise your hand? Listen, we here at the Body Dayton, we want to see people come to know Jesus. We're not here to force people to live a certain way. That's, that's the Holy Spirit's job, to change and to transform people. But if you desire to know more about Christ Jesus, it's a prayer that you can say on your own. So if you're at home on Facebook, if you're at home later on today and you're like, man, you could be right where you're sitting right now and you're like, man, God, I really do want to know more about you. 
then I want to pray right here, right now. And this prayer is for you. Lord God, I just come into you right now, Father. And God, you know the hearts of your people. You know where they stand. You know where they stand in relationship with you. God, you know if they are ready and willing to begin to give their life over to you. God, touch them. I pray that you would open their eyes, that they would begin to see you, that they would begin to see you and, and your hand at work in their life, that they would begin to realize that you've been there the whole time just waiting for them to open their heart to you. Fill them up, Holy Spirit. Love them. Bring them peace, joy, and all that you have for them. Be with them as they continue this journey in their life. And Lord God, I just pray right now for each and every person in the sound of my voice, Lord God, as we close out today, Father, that you would just allow this message and your word to just penetrate deep into the hearts of your people. I rebuke the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. This word will go in and begin to uproot and tear apart any roots, any deep-seated roots, that it will begin to break chains in people's lives and setting them free because of the love of Jesus Christ. And they, they would begin to walk out your desire for them. Completely clear and understanding who you are and your purpose and their purpose in you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Watch over and keep us all as we leave today, Lord God. And we all said, amen. All right, guys. Thank you very much, Facebook. If it's not gone yet, thank you for joining us. Guys, go home and enjoy. It's been some beautiful weather out there. I know I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I did. Pastor Jeff, you always give weather the port, man. I didn't do it. Weather's beautiful. How about that? <laughs> God bless you guys. Yes. Yes.